Welcome to All for One, the EHS Theatre Podcast. I'm Margaret Gorman, and I'm the director of EHS Theatre, and for the next several weeks, I'll be the host of this podcast. I'm not sure just yet how we'll use this podcast long term, but first up, I've decided to use it to interview some of our 2021 theatre seniors. Please subscribe and listen, and in the coming weeks, as our program seniors talk about subjects they're interested in or passionate about. Good afternoon. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. I'm great. So let me start by introducing this is our theater podcast, All for One. And this is our first attempt at recording a podcast. So we may not be perfect, but first guest, may I introduce Adriel Calvin? (laughs) Hello. So, Adriel, I have a couple quick questions for you before we get started, and then you have chosen a topic that you want to talk about. But before we get to that, tell our audience, who's right now just me, how many years have you been in EHS theater? Um, I've been in EHS theater ever since I was a freshman. Um, I am a senior now, so that makes four years. Perfect. And are you an actor or a tech or a combination of both? Um, I am primarily an actor, um, but I have done some a few uh, tech jobs in the past, but primarily an actor. And looking back, what has been your favorite role or position in EHS theater so far? Um, I would have to say uh, probably um, being um, one of the Lost Boys and Wendy Peter Pan. I really loved working with the other fellow Lost Boys and like the cooperation we had. And I really, really loved the opportunity to step up as a leader. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well, and my character was named Nibs, who was the pretty much the second in command of the Lost Boys um, next to Peter Pan. I mean, I would say that. Nibs is the first in command because Peter was never around. So I would say Nibs, number one lost boy. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> All right. So, Adriel, what are we going to talk about today? You've chosen a topic and you, what are you talking about to our audience today? Um, so uh, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite hobbies that I love to do, um, which is cooking. Um, Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, growing up, I loved to cook. I loved watching my parents cook. I would, I, re, I remember always just like sitting right next to them on the counter, just watching as how, watching them make the food, and I just loved being able to like do that now and working mm-hmm. with food. I play like this is like one of my favorite hobbies ever, and I'm pretty much one of the the chefs next to my mom and my family. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about what does that look like day to day before we get into favorite recipes. Do you cook a meal each day or do you cook a meal each week? Um, typically, I would cook uh, like I would cook dinner primarily like three to four times a week since my okay. mom. Yeah, since my mom and my dad are always working. Um, they have, they are usually the one that, that cook in my family, but mm-hmm. if they're gone, 
I'm usually the one to step up and make the food for for everybody. And what is a typical Calvin family dinner in your household? Uh, typically is, um, it ranges from a, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it ranges from like some like various Asian dishes, Filipino dishes from that my mom makes that mm-hmm. I, that I have, that I, she has taught me and, and many other things like things I kind of look up to like, probably like experiment and see how it all goes and see how it all flows and how to mm-hmm. make it and how to make a dinner pretty much. For those of us that don't know, what is traditional Filipino cuisine? What what does that consist of? What kinds of food do we see normally if you're cooking Filipino cuisine? Mm-hmm. So in the Philippines, it is a very impoverished country. There isn't a lot of like a lot of what we have now. Um, we don't they don't um, really have a lot of like um, a, a lot of like the meats that we have here in the in the U.S. Okay, they're um, they're like kind of cuisine and meals typically made up of mostly like vegetables and like fruits and the occasional like meat because it's so hard to kind of like find the right um like find the best like food okay. with um, and the philippines are islands mm-hmm. is that correct so my guess is also from somebody i grew up spending a lot of time in hawaii and hawaii is just it's hard to import things too so traditional hawaiian cuisine is often what you found that is grown or raised right there on the islands as opposed to a lot of american cuisine is imported you know imported italian pasta or imported Japanese cooking sauces, I think it sounds like a lot of it is what you find on the islands locally. Yes, um, it very much is. Um, typically, a lot of people, like most families in like more of like the provinces and like the more like poorer countries, they will, they will like have uh, like food growing in their backyards, from, ranging from just like your ordinary vegetables and also like rice and uh, bananas and any other kind of fruit that they find, even coconuts as well. That's usually what you find. Would you say that rice is one of the staples of the cuisine? Yes. When I went there a couple of years back, we always, always had rice, like right next to like our actual meal. Like rice is typically like the biggest staples there. Mm -hmm. Um, no family goes without it. Like there will always be an abundance of rice in each family household, pretty much. I think that's maybe comparable to in some European cuisines, you always have bread with meals. So maybe rice is kind of that, that stable carb. All right. So in addition to rice, is the cuisine spicy? Is it sweet? Is it, you know, liquid and stew based? Is it a lot of separate dishes? What, what are you eating? Um, so for, so in the Philippines, there really isn't anything that's like, um, like a set, like taste or set, like, like kind of food that they have. It really just ranges from, it really ranges from like anything. Primarily, primarily it's kind of like sour in a sense, but just like things 
a little sour because they work with um, those kind of seasonings that need it. Okay. Okay. Um, like, there's no, like, other, like, sex like, things there. It may overly sour. It is definitely, like, a subtleness to it that gives you a pain mm. whenever you eat, like, something, some kind of thing. Is it sour, like, like, kind of, like, vinegar, more bitter? Or is it sour, like, Sour Patch Kids? Is it, is it tart? <laughs> um. I would say it's more like a sour, like vinegar. There's no, mm -hmm. like, um, I don't believe there isn't any tartness to it. There isn't, like, that kind of thing. It's see like, cool. That's, that is, like, how um, it really is, like, sweetness um, or anything like that. But um, it's definitely, like, and what is your fave Filipino dish currently? My favorite one has always been like, um, has always been the soup that they make. It is called sinigang. It is something that I grew up with that I absolutely love. I went to the Philippines and had it there. It was so, so delicious. I could, I, my mouth, I was so like <laughs> ready to be like, I want like more. It was it was really it was really amazing, like one of the best things. What's in this soup, and what times of day would you have it? Is it more earlier in the day? Is it dinner? So typically, sinigang is is a dinner food. Um, it's really it's kind of like a versatile versatile dish. You can honestly put like whatever you want in there. Mm -hmm. um, Meat-wise, anyway. Um, typically, you also put a lot of vegetables as well. It is really kind of like a stir-fry turned into a soup kind of dish, but it is really good. Um, what is in it, um, it are tomatoes, onions, which are like the two like primary ones, as, mm -hmm. well, as, gar as well as garlic. Um, for meats, you can either have pork, um, beef, or uh or shrimp like or shrimp or fish in in a sense um and the kind of vegetables that you can add in are mm -hmm. are spinach green beans daikon which is kind of like it looks like um a white carrot almost but it is really yeah. delicious yeah mm -hmm. it's really delicious in the soup and if you want to add more flavor to it you can also add eggplant which is actually it actually tastes really good in in it Perfect. And then how is there a spice level to this? Is it you talked about things being more sour? Is does it have any heat to it? Um typically no. Um this isn't this doesn't really have much uh of a like much of a spice level to it. It is definitely more of it is definitely a dish where it is pretty sour, but not 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 unbearably sour. It is it's like like the sourness is really savory. Um, it really like perks up the dish a lot and cool. like, it makes it even more enjoyable. I would say. And what kind of meat would you personally, if you're preparing it, what kind of meat are you adding to it? Personally for me, I've always loved, um, pork. Like pork okay. is kind of like, it really works well with it because of like the fat 
and as well as yeah. meat really get like marinate in like the broth of the soup and mm-hmm. it really like brings out that nice sour and tenderness in the pork which nice. is like which is really savory and i is amazing i always cook it with pork and served with rice yes you you, okay. you serve with rice um you can either have it uh beside it or you can have it inside the soup as well cool all right well i mean that's something i just learned i have never had filipino cooking myself so it's interesting to hear about a cuisine i know nothing about i myself love rice so already before you mentioned anything you had me at tomatoes and garlic and rice (laughs) all right perfect so in addition to the filipino cuisine that you're preparing do you prepare typical quote-unquote american dishes do you pair prepare pasta and Italian dishes or Mexican food? What else does your family eat? Uh, so with my family, we kind of, we're a very Asian cultural family. So we mm-hmm. kind of branch off of like a lot of, um, a lot of like other Asian countries. There's, mm-hmm. I typically go for place. I typically look around things that are like kind of Korean because I really love Korean food and it's kind of the same, same, um, Kind of same like way of how you cook like Filipino Filipino food because mm-hmm. it isn't that like different and it just and it, like all in all it tastes amazing. Have you had Korean barbecue? I really love Korean barbecue. Um, yes, I I, I have. It's so good. I absolutely love Korean barbecue. Right. Mm-hmm. Does your family eat any Japanese food? Do you eat sushi at home? Typically, we don't make sushi at home, mm-hmm. but we do eat sushi when we go go out. Yeah, yeah, we we really love sushi. My my mom is such a fan of sushi. So are <laughs> my siblings. I am definitely a fan as well. Me I, as well. Mm-hmm. I like sushi so much. I find that I crave sushi, and I don't crave a lot of foods. But boy, if it's gonna week without it, I really really love it. All right, fantastic. So talk to me a little bit about why you like cooking. What, how does it make you feel? Or, yeah, how does it make you feel? So for me, um, it's kind of like both a nostalgic feeling as well as a creative feeling as well. Oh, yeah. Um, because of how much I watched my parents I watched my family like cook a bunch of foods when I was young Mm -hmm. and like just enjoying how it like comes together being able to cook all the foods that they have made in the past and seeing it and seeing myself make them always gives me like a nice familial feeling and like that nostalgia of like watching them when I was like three or four years old just like looking in the looking at it and like being so like so amazed and so happy looking at it and um when it comes to creativity i think cooking is an art in itself yes i think it really brings like this whole new whole new like aspect of art because it's kind of just like painting with food almost and like there are so many yeah, there are so many different like ways you can cook with food. You can bake, you can use a barbecue, or even just like pan fry everything. Like it really is 
such like an amazing feeling whenever I cook, whenever I make something new, especially because it gives me like such like an accomplishment and a feeling of like I've made something so different that it looks amazing and it tastes amazing as well. Like I really love it. I think one thing that's so lovely about cooking is it is innately cultural, right? What you crave, what you eat, either is reflective of your culture or the cultures that you love. But then it's also this beautifully comforting thing, which is when you cook, very often you're not just cooking for yourself. So either you're doing this lovely self-care and it's just you. But as you talk about cooking for your family, you're talking about caring for your family. I think it's such a wonderful way of caring and nurturing the people you love. Mm, yeah, I definitely agree. Because yeah. of how, because of like me being from a third world country, me going there and seeing how it is like, it is definitely like cooking is such of like a happy moment for yes. everybody in that whole family because it really like brings everybody together. It brings like, it literally brings your whole family to the table and just yeah. have that happy moment because of like what you've made and that joy of just being able to eat together. Like I definitely saw that when I went to the Philippines and I definitely felt it as well while I was just sitting at our dinner table talking to like all of the relatives I've never met before until then. It was like such a bond bonding experience that really came together all because of food. What what does your family dinner table look like? Do you guys tend to sit down with each other for dinner? Do you kind of catch dinner as you guys come in and out? What what does that time at night look like with you guys? So for us, we usually when my parents are out working, um, we kind of set set up the dinner table. All of us, my fam, my parents are sitting right next to each other, while my mom is like on the the edge with my dad and then us siblings are kind of just spread around spread about to whatever seat we want and um when once we make once dinner is ready um we kind of just all sit together and just be together and talk and and just enjoy our meal enjoy our time together because really there isn't we don't have a lot of time together yeah there is honestly Dinner is like that good staple of having a having that time together. Yeah. Do you so when my family sits down, the first thing that we do, you know, we put our napkins in our lap and we get ready to eat. And the first thing we do is pray. And typically in my family, I'm the one that kind of leads that in our in our group. Do you guys have a blessing or have a prayer before you eat? Yes, we we do. Um my dad is the one that typically um says who went to pray it isn't really mm -hmm. there's not really much of a system okay um my dad kind of just like says um either like oh my mom goes or my sister my my or one of my two brothers or even himself like it is that we do have that like good blessing mm -hmm. and um we kind of like cherish that one moment together as well it is. I, I know a lot of families that don't have the same religious beliefs as my family or your family, but that still take that moment maybe to give thanks to each other, maybe to 
talk about the things that went well in the days or that, you know, the kind of dark blue, light blue parts of, and I think that's a really beautiful moment for families or a moment for couples or however the group that you're living with. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely like, we definitely tried to get, uh, come up with good conversations. And when it comes to my family, (laughs) my family definitely loves to joke a lot, especially, (laughs) especially my mom. Whenever she comes home and like, and she's able to just sit down and eat, she's, she's so happy that like every, like she just jokes around with all of us. And it's just like this really nice moment to have, especially for my parents who work all the time yeah. for them to come home and just be able to relax and sit down and have a nice meal. Yeah. Like that is definitely like a good, definitely a good, happy moment for them. I always forget you know, it's been a while since I was in high school and it's been a while since I lived with my, you know, mom and my brother at home. But I would say that what we call family dinners, which is just a group of friends sitting down, even with my friends, that's such an important part of our friendship is having shared meals, shared time, time to laugh, time to joke, um, time to have that community. I, it's something I really personally love and treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same with us. Like we really try to, um, we really try to keep together because um, most of my most of during adulthood and some of my older brother already almost already in his twenties. Same with my sister who just and um, there is there is me who is nearing the end of his high school career and <laughs> and I don't uh, love it <laughs> and then there's also my youngest my younger brother who's just entering so like we really try to keep together because we are so far apart like yeah my my sister is in college doing her own thing and all of us are are made we may be in the same household but we don't really have much time together because me and my brother have my youngest have school um my older brother is out working and mm-hmm. also has school as well so we really try to make make time for us to have as a family and, yeah and like dinner is like that of us coming together of us like being able to talk to each other see how our being able to like it really so can talk to me now we talk a little bit about cooking talk to me a little bit about foods what's your favorite what's your favorite fast food what's your favorite snack Oof. so <laughs> so with me um with snacks i have like unhealthy craving of chips <laughs> okay hold on you're breaking up just a little bit so tell me i believe that you were starting with chips tell me that whole bit again please <laughs> so like we chips in the house right yeah First, they they be like they they can they can be at any flavor. To be yeah, I was gonna say I what like flavor. Okay, 
right. What's um, your what's your favorite fav- flavor? I like barbecue. Uh, mm, <laughs> it's right. like okay. kind of like a weakness. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. literally a weakness for me. Um, that like that that kind of bag of chips, like a full like family size bag oh. of barbecue chips. I kind of finish it in like the first ten minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. It's misleading when they say sharing size or family size. That should be saying personal size. Yeah, like family size. That's that's my size. That's Adriel's size. <laughs> that's all my right. size. Awesome. And then what? What fast food? If you got to go through one, you know, drive-through or one fast food place today, where would you go? Um, probably. I'd probably go to Wendy's because they have like, nice. yeah, it's close and it yeah. has my favorite, like my favorite chicken nuggets, um, get chicken nice. nuggets there every time because I, I'm not really much of a burger. Okay. This is always the first thing I always get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, how about where would be some place that you would go? So where would be some place that you might go to eat with friends? And then where would be some place that you might go maybe on a date? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Them somewhere kind of like somewhere new, probably. Cool. Um, uh, I, I like to be able to like experience new things with my friends, but I would also, oh. tip, I would also like pick someplace that I know is good. Yeah. So just to be safe. And, yeah, that's smart. And um, well, uh, and as well as like maybe like it's a part of my culture, and I can tell them like, oh, this is how you eat th- this. Like, I would really like to be able to do that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So if I can find like any like Asian like um restaurant, then I would definitely mm-hmm. like go to that. That would be my first like my first thought process. Like, oh, this is someplace that might be good for us to just dine in you know got it and if you were to take someone on a date no one specific just someone on a date where would be a good place or do you find that restaurants are not great date venues um honestly for me if i want to take someone on a date i probably want to cook for them oh that's so sweet yeah that's so Uh, sweet (laughs) i think being able to cook for someone is one of my things being able to cook for someone that I'm going on a date with I would definitely be happy if they own food and like one of those are in to be able to like cook for people like my my joy in doing so I think that gives such great insight into who you are as a person, Adriel. I think, I think a lot of people, both genders, would have answered that, oh, you know, someplace new and fancy or someplace intimate and romantic. I think it's really insightful that for you, showing that love is better through nurturing and creating something. I think that's a really, a really lovely aspect of who you are. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, all right, let's see. Um, favorite candy. Favorite candy. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm not too big. It's a real question. <laughs> I'm not too big into candy, but okay. I will say, like, my favorite is probably like 
Kit Kats. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great one. Have you had all the different flavored Kit Kats? I've had most of them. Okay. Um, my favorite one has got to be like the dark chocolate one. I really like Ooh, the dark nice. chocolate one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember on Valentine's Day, uh, <laughs> my mom out of pity just gave me like a whole bag of Kit Kats. <laughs> out and... of pity? <laughs> <laughs> it was so sweet. Uh-huh. And I kind of just <laughs> went for like really enjoying myself. <laughs> that's Dude. really, that's great. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Okay, so so Kit Kats, and then let's see anything else that I have. Oh, favorite drink. Do you have a favorite, like, favorite drink? Mm, I, oh, yeah. I am a very big fan of apple juice. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but, like, every, so random. <laughs> I, I, okay. I love apple juice. It is, like, okay. my, favorite, my favorite drink. This is literally, like, when someone brings apple juice home, I will literally in my room and just drink that <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> all right. Do you? <laughs> that's so random. Are we talking about like sparkling apple juice or just straight apple juice? Just straight apple juice. <laughs> and and do you have? I see. You know, sometimes in the classroom in the mornings you'd have tea or maybe hot chocolate. What's your favorite kind of warmer drink? Oh man, I I have always been like a good like tea person is mm-hmm. like, it's like my favorite like, wake up to and just enjoy in the morning um yes. yeah I said to, to use to wake up yeah 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 it's just like being to wake up with that warm feeling and of tea in my system comfortable feeling I will say especially I would say you had first period choir last year is that right Mm -hmm. so getting a little tea down your throat before you stretch those vocal cords and really use your whole voice I find that sometimes if I'm nervous about public speaking that a little decaffeinated tea helps my yeah just my throat warm up a little bit it's good you know good actor good singer technique Mm -hmm. it was definitely like being, having first period as choir was mm-hmm. definitely not like it was definitely like a, a little bit of a hardship because you wake up and your vocal cords are still like like you're yes, sleepy and it's prime so like yeah kind of liquid in my system to help my throat yeah so it able to at least do as much as I can during that morning acquire. So got yeah. it. So as we're wrapping up, we've about hit our 30 minute mark. So as we're wrapping up, if you could encourage the listeners of our podcast to start cooking or to start thinking about food differently, what would you say? Would you be encouraging them? Would you be encouraging them to bake or encouraging them to find some cultural cuisine that they enjoyed in the same way that you, where would be a good starting point? Honestly, I would say, like, if you find something that you really want to cook, whether it be, like, mm-hmm. a cake or whether it be a cake or, or dinner meal, mm-hmm. honestly, 
advice you get a recipe try to follow the instructions yeah perfect <laughs> mac and cheese. Made with macaroni and cheese and um i burnt badly so like <laughs> honestly so like, you might fail mm -hmm. cooking yeah. isn't cooking handed to you for, mo for most people no it's a really a learned skill even if you like to eat cooking is a different thing yeah It is a process. Like, don't don't beat yourself over. Um, because like, the first step. The first step is to fail. The first step <laughs> is to learn from that failure. That's and, great. That's really smart. Yeah, and over time, you will definitely get a lot better because you will yes. know a lot. You will know a lot more of what to do in that process. And honestly, like. Start with something simple. Start with like pancakes. Start with mm -hmm. like brownies. Yeah. And yeah. Brownies, yeah. Um, maybe, and even that, a cake, even like you will work yeah. your way up to being able to cook more versatilely and more, uh, more creative in the process because you will definitely have experience while you're cooking because it is a really nice feeling to do so. Nice. And then are you? gonna cook anything for the rest of today uh i was thinking of making this my the soup sinigang for dinner today oh that's so, nice that's mm -hmm. nice i'm quietly thinking about making some gluten-free cake but it's very hot outside so the idea of heating up an oven we'll see we'll see how much i want cake by the end yeah. of the day Mm -hmm. <laughs> same with soup it's a little hot soup. it's i mean it's hot but then i think there's some idea about if you eat like either warm temperature foods or spicy foods it's good when it's hot maybe that's a crazy theory i feel like i've heard that before but i might have made I that thought, up who knows <laughs> who knows well adriel for our first podcast i think it's gone unbelievably well it was really nice to be able to talk to you and for me to get to know you better, I'm hoping that our burgeoning audience gets to know you better. Um, thank you so much. And I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for me to be here. I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, have a great day. And our next podcast up will be Edith Barba. So everybody tune in for that next podcast and we'll hear what Edith has to say. Thanks so much, Adriel. Have a nice day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast. And in the words of the Musketeers, all for one and one for all.